Welcome to Fiercely Femme. I'm your host, Brie Hill. I spent five years hustling, burning myself out, and following every business guru trying to make entrepreneurship work. And after those five grueling years, I still didn't have a single sale. At my lowest point, I searched for something that would work for me. And when I found nothing, I decided to create it myself. Feminine Energy Sales is my unique sales methodology, and it's what helps women like me and you create sales even when nothing else has worked before. I'm using feminine sales as I create a multi-six-figure business, serve dozens of women around the world, and make sales fun and empowering. I'm so excited for Fiercely Femme to teach you the foundations of feminine sales so that you can sell and scale the feminine way tap into your intuition and create the business and life you've always wanted. Now let's dive in. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited for this episode. I have one of the coolest people I've ever worked with here today. We're going to be talking to my client, Alex, who she had a bit of a journey with with business. We've done a few things together. So Alex, thank you for coming on today. I can't wait for everyone to hear from you. Say hi, let them know that you're here. Hey everyone, I am Alex and I am also so excited to be here because just as we said, I had a journey, not only just in my business, but also working with free that I think a lot of people can just kind of relate to. And so I'm so happy I get to share it. I'm so happy that you agreed to come on here. I'm just going to put a disclaimer up. I have the worst hiccups I've ever had in my entire life. So I'm going to try to mute myself when I hiccup, but no promises. So we'll all have to bear bear with the, bear with me there. Um, well, we'll jump right in. So Alex, tell us about what you do, who you are, and why you started coaching, why we started the coaching journey. Let's start there. Yes. So- As I said before, my name is Alex. I own the Alex Nicole. So I'm a done for you engagement lead generation DM specialist. That is my bread and butter. It's what I like. Now that's definitely what I've been known for. And I've done engagement since I started my business. So about like two years ago. And the reason why I came to Brie is because I felt so trapped in a box of just doing engagement, just doing lead generation. And actually at the time I was also doing DM sales because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. That was the natural segue um, to quote unquote, make more money to quote unquote scale. Hmm. And the problem with that was I didn't actually want to just do this one thing. I didn't actually (laughs) really love DM sales to the point of like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing in the world. Like it just, I was very burnt out. I was very unhappy in my business. And I came to Brie because I loved the way she embodies herself in her business. Like, you know, how there's someone that you watch on Instagram and you're just like a little triggered by them. Like I I remember closing this app. Like so many times I'm like, who do I, who does she think she is? And then I would immediately open it back up and I'd be like scrolling, just like lurking, like a little weirdo. Um, And so she talked about basically just doing what she wanted. And then I also got to see like she would launch something and she's like, this doesn't really feel good to me. I'm just, I'm just like not going to do this. And that specifically, that confidence, that inner knowing to just say, no, I don't actually want to do this. 
that's the reason why I was like, okay, like she, I need to work with her somehow. It took me a little bit of time, but like, I was like, I need to, I need to work with her. I love that. I actually did not know that I triggered you in the past. That is so funny. One of my clients, she's like a threads queen. She's always on threads, which is so funny. I only go on to see what she's saying, even before she was a client, but she posted the other day. She was like, all of my mentors trigger me. Sometimes that's just a part of knowing who you're supposed to hire. And I was like, oh, do I trigger you? It was so funny, (laughs) but I love it because I know like the people I have like literally unfollowed and been like, who is, who is she? Who does she think she is? Are the people I'm always like, so do you have one to one? Yeah. It's like almost like a beacon for being like, okay, this is something that I obviously like have to work on. And it's not like a triggering and it was a triggering in the sense of who you were. And it wasn't even like, like I being a client of yours, I love the way you run your business because it works for you and Mm -hmm. it works for your energy. And, but the thing that I was most triggered by is that you were brave enough. You were confident enough to do it like your way. And so often- in my other coaching containers, it was, here's the system. Here's this process. Yeah. Like don't vary from it. And like, here you go. Like, here's how you do it. And it worked. Like I was able to work full-time in my business, have great clients, have clients coming in to a point where I was like, wow, like this fucking, or excuse me, this sucks. You're good. We're on an explicit podcast. You can say whatever you want. I um I made a joke when I started my podcast. I was like, guys, should I make it explicit? And people were like, Brie, you say fuck like every 10 seconds. I was like, true. <laughs> we just need to say yes. We just need to say it sometimes. Okay. So you were in a box. You were a little triggered by what I was saying and how I was being, right? Yes. You were wanting to, you're burnt out and done for you, which I think, I think that first of all, just needs to be so talked about is like, more than anything else going on in my DM, I'm hearing from done for you providers who are so burnt out. Yeah. What was that like? And how did you start to move through that, that burnout? Yeah. So really, I'm not sure it was a very, um, beautiful move out of that burnout. It was more of a shakeup of, wow, I'm not doing anything like not anything in my business. I do enjoy the engagement and lead gen part of my business, but it felt so suffocating to the point where I didn't do anything outside of my business. So for me, hiking is a huge part of my life. I didn't do any hiking. I really kind of closed myself off from my friends. Um, And then I had this big cross country move looming. And so really, I would say how I got out of that burnout was to the point of, this something needs to change. I'm literally moving across the country. Like this can no longer be the same. So we're just going to just like try and take action. And I saw you had a, um, you had a program, which is what I joined, uh, launch it like it's hot because I was like, okay, I'm going to add on to my done for you. I'm going to do something I really love and human design for me. I've been obsessed with human design. Like it is one of my favorite things to talk about. It like completely lights me up. But I was so in this mindset of niche down so much. Like if you do one thing, you're never going to like come out of it, blah, 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 blah. Um, So I saw that you offered that and was like, okay, this is, this is how I'm going to get out of burnout. Cause for me, what I've noticed in my own patterns and in my own life, the way I get out of burnout is one resting and two doing things that I enjoy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes total sense. So the program you were in, I actually changed, I took the name and I made it into something else. So the program that you were in is now what I have is the one-on-one boxer membership, which is just daily one-on-one coaching. I took Launch It Like It's Hot and I made it a little like a little bundle. That's so like a, you know, that. grab it at any time program. But anyway, so we did boxer coaching mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, coaching in boxer, in your back pocket, all of the things. Here's the biggest thing that I felt like we shifted for you. And I just wrote it down because I think I might even make it the title of this is like permission to be multi-passionate. Yes. Yeah. Like even just saying that. Yeah. just like brings my heart so much joy because I really felt so stuck in not being able to be the person that I know I am. And if any of you are a human design, like that's very the manifesting generator way, which is what I am. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. So you were burnt out and done for you. You pivoted away from DM sales. You were still doing done for you. How did it feel to add in this human design element? What was that like? What was the coaching like? And how is it feeling offering that? How is it feeling? So I am so excited to start offering like human design readings and just like talking about it and just helping people, not only just in business, but in their lives as well, because human design can give you such a beautiful understanding of who you are as a person. But when I enter, when I started working with Brie, I was like, okay, we're going to do like a coaching. We're going to go like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then when I got into coaching with Brie, I did not realize how much of the inner work had to be done to even get this confidence to even go there. Because here I was, point A, I'm burned out. I don't know. I don't know how to leave this burnout. I don't know how to shift my business into this new thing. So I had a lot of fears, a lot of limiting beliefs around I can't do more than one thing. I don't feel like I'm good enough to start offering human design. I feel inadequate to start offering human design. And so I wanted to really just bulldoze my way into creating this offer. When in reality, once I started like talking to Brian Voxer, I was like, oh my gosh, I was having anxiety about bringing this forward. And so it was so beautiful because Brie does a wonderful job of just like holding space but asking you these very intuitive questions that, that make you think and as you think on it and you tend to elaborate on it, you're like, Oh, this is much deeper than I thought. Like this (laughs) wasn't, this wasn't just, Oh, like I'm just going to shift my business. It was, what is, what is that underlying fear that's holding you back? Yeah. And I was not expecting that. (laughs) I was just like give me the systems give me the process let's go girl um and but it was exactly what I needed yeah exactly what I needed something I I feel so hard to articulate and I'm just getting better at it and I'm 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 growing this and it's one of my biggest like I think like things that I I have to do in in the business and the the way that I that I coach is articulate how the inner work is so much more than like knowing your limiting beliefs. I feel like that is such a thing. Like, I think people always know, like they know, like they have a block. They know like, oh, I don't really like feel a hundred percent about offering this. And then they just kind of like try to just do it anyway. 
Mm -hmm. it never like it always bites you in the ass when you don't really feel worthy enough or good enough or qualified or like you know enough or whatever and then you go try to do things and it's like you're still like yes you're taking the actions you're doing the steps you're posting you're you're putting the link in your bio you're doing the call to actions but it's it's from a very like hiding energy yeah you're not really open to receiving clients you're not really open to what you say you want. And so I always say like, you already know, like the, the actions, like people always come to me and think they're going to get the actions. And I'm like, oh, you know them. <laughs> like, there's nothing I could tell you that's super exciting or super interesting or whatever, as far as like creating content and, and telling people to buy from you. The, what I help with, and I think this is so, was so, um, right along with what you were saying is like, I help people actually almost like the potency of their actions. Like I help people clear their inner shit so that their actions can actually lead to clients. So many people just focus on doing more actions, doing better marketing, doing more lives, doing more engagement, like all these things, but they're not ever open to receiving. And so I help you to is clear the inner shit so that people, so that your actions can actually do what you want them to do. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And this, like, this is honestly something that honestly, I think like what I learned from you and what the work we did even transcends business and just receiving in general, just like in the person who I am, Um, because I really didn't, I didn't understand. And I didn't realize how I was blocking myself energy, energetically. Yes. Like there, yeah, I said, I wanted to do these things, but there were things on the inside that I was uncomfortable with that I didn't believe in that I didn't love about myself that kept that at bay. And it was like, and there were times where I know I must've felt like it to you. Cause I know it felt like it to me. It felt like pulling teeth. (laughs) I would never felt like pulling teeth to me. Not at all. But something, something I will say, and I just had this memory for me and I won't share any of your things that you brought up, but there's so many things that are like random as fuck that are blocking us in our business. Like I shared in my emails the other day where when I was little, I was like doing like a mom's helper thing, which is like babysitting, but the mom's still at the house. <laughs> She's like helping with kids. And I was doing a mom's helper thing and she paid me $40 and I went to the car when my mom picked me up at the end of this mom's helper gig. And I was like, mom, she paid me $40. And I was like holding the four tens. And my mom was like, oh my God, that's way too much. Go give that back. And I was like crying and I was like giving her back the money. And I was like, my mom said it's too much. And she took two of the tens and left me with 20. And it's so weird. Like that random memory of me being like 11, Mm -hmm. like flash forward to years and years and years later, any money I was receiving, whether it was a birthday card, a random check, um, finding random money. And this was back when I was doing product-based business, the commission checks I was getting, all these things, none of them were more than $39.99. Like literally a decade later, I couldn't make more than $40 because in my little brain, I had it tied. I had it linked up that like, I can't, I like, I'm not worth more than 40 bucks. And I I even went back through my Amazon checkout and everything I was buying, like a pair of jeans, a sweater, a pair of shoes, they were all under $40 too. So I wasn't even spending it on myself and I wasn't receiving it. Oh Isn't that my so God. freaky? And that, but that's totally true. And that's what's beautiful about the work you do and the work that I didn't even know I needed. Right. 
And it's like the most random things that are like, it's like annoying as shit when you're like, are you fucking serious? Like something my mom said when mm-hmm. I was 11 is keeping me from earning money in my business today. But it's it's so true. Like that's always what it is. And I always say like, we like find, we look at the results and we like start to kind of pull on a thread and mm-hmm. we just kind of see where that thread goes. You know what I mean? And so- so many things there are so many times where I remember talking to you and all of my clients really but you know and you were like I have this random memory that's coming up from when I was like really little and I'd be like tell me <laughs> like yeah. and there were so many times when that happened because like uh-huh. I'm like, not a shy person so I'm just going to tell tell everyone no, no, go ahead. Like, for me it was always or one of the things that I know I talked to you about was feeling like I couldn't take up space. So Mm -hmm. feeling like I couldn't do something I wanted to do because every time when I did that, when I was like literally five years old, all the way up until like 17, whenever I said I wanted to do something or I expressed I wanted to do something, I got shut down so hard. Yeah. Like immediately just like, boom. And you don't really think of that. Like I'm 30 now <laughs> and it's like, that, that, that's fine. Like we're, yeah. that's not me anymore, but it does. And it shows up in ways and it's sneaky and it shows up in your business. And those are the things that will kind of always be there as an undercurrent. If you don't address them, like you can't, I'm a firm believer that you can't outrun them. Right. Um, cause they're always going to catch up with you in one way or another. Right. Um, and for me that manifested as like burnout and being stuck in a box. And that was a lot of the work that we did together was really addressing not only that, but also <laughs> these money issues where I was like, Oh, okay. That's there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We went, we, we dug through some shit together for sure. For sure. Here's a question that I have. And like, I'm putting you on the spot totally hundred percent, but I have such a hard time articulating this. How would you say that you like moved through these memories that came up, these things that were holding you back, these things that were like manifesting in your business from memories from when you were five years old? What was it like to actually move, not just be knowledgeable, not -hmm. just no limiting belief, but like move through it, make it no longer a big deal. What was that process like for you as far as like the coaching you received and how we did that? Yeah. So first thing is when, when Brie would ask me a question and it was one of those things where I was talking about memory, it was again, like just very reflective way. Sometimes depending on what it was, I got a little triggered and I was like, I'm just going to close box up for a second. Yeah. And when that happens, I knew how supportive and how beautifully you held space to where I could be like, okay, I know I can talk to Brie about whatever is, whatever is going on in my head. And it was really also like on me to find ways to help regulate my nervous system as I'm talking about them. So for me, movement is a very big one. Walking daily walking is like my bread and butter. And actually while we were coaching together, I really got into breath work and it's something that I do every morning. And that has been one of the, I think those two daily walking and movement have been fundamental in helping me one, have the courage to dive into those things, but also process them and being able to talk it through in a way where I did not feel judged. I did not feel shamed. Uh, I just felt 
supported. And you asked these questions that allowed me to come to the conclusion of, no, I'm allowed to have these feelings. I'm allowed to be this version that I see, that I want to have, that I want to become, that I want to embody. Um, So that's really kind of I would say how that process kind of looked. And some, there were some days where I was like, Brie asked the question and I was just like, oh, this, this, this isn't fun. <laughs> like this it uh, hurts sometimes digging up the hard shit. Mm. It, it does hurt. And you kind of, you may ponder on it a little bit more than you want. I also have an extremely supportive partner who I also bounce ideas off of. Um, and when I'm being a little bit cranky, he's also there to be like, what's wrong? Um, but I think, yeah, those were the, those were the giving yourself grace. I always felt like you gave me grace whenever I was moving through something. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I was applying for a mastermind, which is funny because I I got in and then I was like, "Mm, actually, I don't want to join this, but (laughs) I I was applying and it was so eye-opening because one of the things she asked was what is your magic? And I went to go write, like, I understand the energy of sales. I understand what it takes to sell. Bloody, blah. I know how to sign clients all the time. Bloody, bloody, blah, which is always what I write. And then I realized like, that is not, that's a part of my magic. That's a part of what I do. But I realized what I think I actually do, and I was like, I need to like put this in my marketing, is I think my biggest gift as a coach is like waiting in your discomfort with you. Like just sitting where you're uncomfortable, holding space, not judging how long it takes you to move through it, and just being okay with whatever you have going on, whether it's stuff of the past or disappointment with your goals of this year or whatever. And I think my like, I don't, I don't, I don't know as much about human design as you do, but I love the Enneagram and I'm an Enneagram four, which every time people hear that, they're like kind of weirded out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like four is being a sales coach is like kind of weird. They're mostly like eights and threes, I feel like. And I'm like, no, I have a very strong free wing, but I'm a four. And I realize, I think what it is more than anything is it's like that, like I will sit and you can cry and I won't judge you. And I'm just okay with the discomfort. You never have to like get yourself together or like put yourself back up or like, okay, I'm good. Like when you're not really like, it's okay to just feel things through Mm-hmm. And feel things to completion so that you can move on. Because in your brain, like logically, you know, these silly things from your, when you're a child don't need to make any difference in your business, but because of your emotions, they do. And as feminine beings, we're led by our emotions. And so what we do is we try to get the systems and we try to get the, um, like the strategies and just the things to do. But what we really need is we need to feel things through and release them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like more than anything, that is a, like a, a part of my coaching. I've never really been able to articulate. You know what I mean? I think you articulated it beautifully because that's exactly <laughs> like, like you, yes, all the sales, you're a sales queen, you're an energetic sales queen. Like that's <laughs> why I wanted to work with you, but yeah. actually working with you, what you just said about being able to hold that space for you to move through that. Mm. That is a superpower that I think a lot of people do not have. Like that is unique to you. And yes, absolutely. I feel like I'm like, like light bulbs are going off for me in my business right now. Yes. 
Oh my gosh. But it's so, it's so true because I I came in to the coaching container Yep. and I was just like, I'm going to launch the, I'm going to launch the shit and it's going to be so fun. I'm going to be like a human design person. And then as we were working through, it's like, no, that's actually like kind of not exactly what I wanted. I just, Um, I I didn't hear what I wanted and you helped me hear what I wanted and I'll be forever grateful for that, but you did it in such a a beautiful way. So, I mean, there is so much more to like to business than strategy. There is so much more to business than like actionable steps because like, and I vividly remember this. So if anyone (laughs) can relate, like just, just hear me out. There was one point when I had a lot of my clients just on retainer, just like kind of leave, just like naturally, I don't know how it all lined up because I don't normally do it like that, but it did. And I remember boxering Brie. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is this like, what, what is happening? Like yeah. this, is this like the jumping point is like, what is this feel like? What is like, what's going on? Yeah. And I love this because you never actually like you allowed space for me to figure it out for myself. Like you didn't say like, absolutely this way. Absolutely that way. It was like, what do you want? Yeah. Like that was the first time especially in business, but in a very long time in my personal life too, that someone like allowed me the space to do that. And yeah. I'm so excited because now I actually do feel like I'm actively creating the business I want. I love that. And I feel excited doing it. And I know that I have like the self-belief to do it. I know I have the tools when, whenever your brain, your brain's always going to get a little like sidetracked with like little negative thoughts from time to time but I can bring that back easier. And the work I did with Brie really set me up to this point where I'm like, now I can actually do. And I like to think of this because the work you do, that very feminine, emotional, like feeling into yourself. Yeah. Like that allows you to do because that's your guiding system. Yes. Yes. And so if you just go and do, I mean- Hopefully it'll work out, but now I know where it comes from. And that energy is just a lot lighter. It's a lot more fun. Things are just flowing to me and it's just a blast. That makes me so happy. I love asking you this question because you always have such a good answer, but what does it feel like in your body now? Like when something's like a yes for you, when you're tapping into like, what do I want? What are my desires? What is that sensation like in your body for people listening who are like having trouble finding that for themselves? What is it like for you? Yeah. So for me, I, when I think about how that feels like in my body, I also really lean on like my human design and my decision-making like mechanism for that, which is my sacral authority. So for me, what that feels like is my stomach or my gut, so to say, would just feel very like expansive. Like it almost feels like my entire body is having a huge sigh of relief. It's like this. (sighs) Yeah. Whereas if something is not for me, I will just, everything in my body will start constricting. Like I will physically feel my shoulders kind of curl in my Mm -hmm my arms will kind of tuck in closer to my side, my stomach, like my abdomen feels like it's just kind of pulling together as well. That's Mm -hmm. how those are like the physical signs of like, Oh, like that's not for me. But that that yes, that excite. Oh, and excitement. Mm -hmm. I will get excited when it's something I want to do now. 
That's so interesting. I know for me, it's very different. I would love to see what my birth chart or my human design chart says about this. But for me, I get excited about so many things. And I, what I tend to do, and you said this, so it was so funny. You were like, I just like, I'll start something. And I'll be like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Well, actually, this isn't right for me. And I, I don't notice that it's not right until I'm already doing it. Because mm-hmm. everything feels so good when it's an idea. And then I go to execute it. And I'm like, oh, do I actually want a program with three live calls a month? Actually, don't. And I'll like kind of drop it. And so for me, everything in the start feels so exciting and so expansive and like such a good idea. And then like, as I'm talking about it, I start to notice like this feeling of like, almost like, like, I, I don't really want anyone to buy because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to execute it. And it's it's so funny for me. I get so caught up in like the name of my program and like how sexy mm-hmm. the marketing is going to be. And then I'll notice in my body where I'm like, oh, I don't think I want someone to buy this. And I'll have to be like, mind. <laughs> and I'm trying to get better about that. But I'm also just not judging myself for like, I think it's just part of my creative process. Like so part of it, I think is just like how I am. You know what I mean? I'm like... I don't even think you have to get better at it because so many people are so stuck in that, like, oh my gosh, we can't be everything. Where like you, I think that's one of your one of your superpowers too, is how in touch you are with I want to do this and or I don't want to do this. And it just comes across beautiful. Like that's why I was like, oh, I want that. I want that. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful. Telling me, I can't remember what offer I pulled. I pulled an offer and I remember you telling me, like, this is actually why I really wanted to hire you. I don't think we had started working together yet. And you're like, because I wanted somebody who like wouldn't tell me to just keep going or keep pushing or whatever. And it was so funny. I was, so I'm selling my mastermind right now. And I had this girl, I love her so much. She has been such a fun, um, like person in my audience. And she messaged me. I was like, is this the, is this, is this the same program you kept pulling? Like, like two or three months ago. And I was like, yes. We're <laughs> always like, your audience isn't going to notice. Your audience isn't even paying attention. It's like, no, sometimes they are, but it can be really good mm-hmm. because maybe they are paying attention. Maybe they do notice. Maybe they are aware that you pulled an offer, but maybe that's exactly what they needed to see. And I think big, like, what we need in the coaching industry specifically I know you're done for you but I think especially from coaches we need way more way way more people just being honest about like I don't want to do this offer (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) my prices don't feel good I'm changing them you know what I mean like there's just so much like I think I think just self-leadership that is so lacking and I think it's so different when people are like I wrote an email couple weeks or months ago and I was like I'm praying for a miracle right now in my business and I had somebody respond she's a really good friend of mine and she was like I know that you're always vulnerable and I always like that about you but honestly as a sales coach it was crazy to see that you would write an email that was like I'm praying over my business for sales right now and it was so funny because I was like I don't even I don't really even think about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um I actually did I prayed and I I think I got I mean I think I ended up having like my highest month ever it was it was really crazy and really beautiful and I was really excited for it but it was one of those things where it's like weird to think about that some people wouldn't feel safe to be like 
I really want clients. I'm praying around my business. I'm asking for really big things without like shame of like, no, I'm a, I'm a business coach. I'm a sales coach. I have to like appear like I'm always like slaying. You know what I mean? Oh no. I think that transparency is something that's severely lacking. And I honestly think it would go a long way if like, even like three, I don't know why I just said three, three more, (laughs) three more coaches, three more service providers, three more business owners, even just dare to just mention something like that on their stories, it would go a long way in making others feel like they aren't alone. Yeah. Especially when I was, I didn't even realize I had done this was really subconscious, but when I moved and I had to quit my part-time job, I was like, you know, it just was really unceremonious because I just had to like pack up and leave. My husband got transferred for his job and we had like 15 days to like move. And everyone was like, you have a part-time job. And I never thought I was keeping it a secret. I feel like I talked about it, especially on my podcast, but I guess on Instagram, I haven't talked about it that much. And people were like, I've been like judging myself for having a part-time job. I'm like, you have a part-time job. And I was like, like, yeah, like I did. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I could have been speaking to people who felt so alone and Mm -hmm. so shamed and so judged and like, let them know it was okay. And I never even thought to do it. Like I didn't have shame. I had a part-time job, but I also wasn't using that to like see people and witness them and like tell them it's okay. And I'm like, I really regret that. You know what I mean? Because now I don't have one. But it's one of those things that's like, you know, almost like subconsciously did I have shame there that I didn't Mm. talk about. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing I have noticed when I was started talking about quitting. People were like, since when you have a job? (laughs) I was like, I've never... I went to quit my job years and years ago. They said, well, you work like three days a week. And I was like, sure. And I just never left. Like I, I never was full-time in my business to like three months ago, which is weird to think about. Yeah. And I think, well, that's what the messaging is. It's like, you haven't quote unquote made it yeah. full time. And that's a bunch of bullshit because I mean, look at you built a beautiful, successful business where you lit like you've changed my life and mm-hmm. I know you're helping your other clients, but for some reason, the online space in general makes it seem as less than if you have a part-time job. And like, I'm going to be totally real being working at home alone is very lonely, (laughs) especially like now I went from Los Angeles to living in rural Kentucky. So when you talk about this, the population differences, (laughs) I went from a couple million to literally 500 people in my immediate vicinity. Um, And it's, there's so many different factors in what you need your business to do and able to support you. And I love that. That's even a conversation that you like brought forward. And I know like I'm thankful for it. Yeah. No, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, I didn't realize how much vulnerability, even when I wasn't trying to hide it, but I didn't realize how much vulnerability was going to like how far it would go for people if I would talk about it. You know what I mean? Because I did, I had a full-time job and we're talking like 55 hours a week until I made my first six figures. And then I went down to, I think like 30 hours a week. And Mm -hmm. I had like a client roster of like 20 coaching clients with a part-time job. And like, there's so many people that are like, even when I quit, they were like, you know, congrats on going full-time in your business. And I was like, I've never considered myself not full-time. 
Like I, I, I've been full time. I've just also been doing this job. And I think for so many people, we're just totally on the job tangent, but it's okay. I think for so many people, not only is there shame that they're not committed, but there's like there's shame around wanting the financial safety. And I, I made a post the other day and I was like two things that I did to help me make hundreds of thousands of dollars was have a coach and have a job that paid for the coach because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a one-to-one girl. Like I love one-to-one and you know, one-to-one costs money and working 30 hours a week at a job literally just paid for like one-to-one coaching. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> like, no. And I mean, that's one of the really, and I, that candidness, like, Hey, I'm in this journey too. I mean, that's one of the things that I talked to you about as well, like feeling insecure about money. And I'm, when I say like, we talked about, like, we ran the gamut of what we (laughs) helped me with in coaching. Like, I'm not like, we talked about business. We talked about my money troubles. We talked about how I wanted to pivot my business, showing up as myself in my business, but we also talked about my relationship. We also talked about moving across the country because you do not exist in a vacuum. Yeah. And you like, if you are going to be the leader in your business, yeah. there will be times in your life where you just need someone to hold space for you. And then, okay, here, how are you feeling? Cool. Like, I love that you're like feeling better, but then we'll talk about the business. And I really appreciated that because every other coaching I've been in before, it was purely like only like business. And even if they had some more like, um, energy work in them, it was still very business oriented. And so when I say like, I came into this, like it was, it was, I I thought I was getting like business coaching and I did, but I got just like amazing coaching to just help me through a very like tumultuous time in my life. And there was, it was not an accident. So like, if you were listening and you're thinking about working with Brie, I would say there's a reason why right now you're listening to the podcast, why right now you think is the time to work with her. Do not ignore that because there is a reason. And yeah. I also want to just like remind everyone that not only were you doing this, but you were doing this while moving across the country. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things about you coming to to work together. Um, oh, I do want to talk about something real quick, but I'm going to talk about this first. Is how it's like, you had like every excuse for it to not be the right time. Like every excuse. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like, like, I've never heard of somebody being like, I'm moving across the country. Can we just like take a week or two off in the middle of our program so I can move across the country and drive the U-Haul across and uh, then just get like get back to coaching? <laughs> and it was one of my favorite things ever. I don't know if you remember this, so it's okay if you don't, but I want to know because I don't have a very, I don't feel like I have a very logical brain. And I know you do. So what was it like? Because I know you had a lot of questions before we started working together. I know you had a lot of questions. And then we talked about some other packages along the way and had some questions about those too. What was it like to like ask all your questions? Mm-hmm. I know that's, like that's a weird question, but it's one of those things where it's like people always tell me that they're like so afraid to like ask. And I don't know how to tell anyone that I'm like super chill and calm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. And and it's cool because this is what I do for work. Like I talk to people in the DMs. So 
I kind of, whenever I have a conversation for myself, like if I want to work with someone, I'm kind of immediately always just like, okay, like what, what kind of tricks are they going to pull on me? Like what, what, it, what are they going to try to say? Like, I'm already like on edge because like, I know those tactics. I don't do those tactics. So I know what I want out of a coach. Yeah. Um, I know how I want to be talked to in the DMs. I want to feel respected. I want to feel seen and I want to feel heard. Those are the three criteria that I want. And I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. so when I was asking Brie all these questions, immediately she was just like, okay, here, here's this answer. It wasn't like trying to do a roundabout kind of way. It was like, she answered the question directly, um, asked if that was helpful or if she, I needed more explanation on that. And then she would go into, if I wanted to like follow up with something, be like, oh yeah, like that's totally fine. And every single time I felt so seen, I didn't feel like I was pushed. I felt like I was respected in making my own decision because so often I think a lot of people feel afraid to ask in the DMs because they feel like they're going to be pushed into a decision. And like that, that is not the way Brie coaches. That is not the way she talks in the DM. So if you ever want to see how Brie coaches, I would say also look at the way she talks to you during a sales conversation. See yeah. how respected you feel in allowing the space. And that's what she did. She allowed me the space to be like, I don't know if this feels right right now. Can I take like the day to like, think about it and go walk on it. And she was like, absolutely. Yeah. Like that was the biggest indicator of, wow, this person really respects me. It really is like a conversation, like kind of how we're talking on here, like on a podcast, or even how you would talk to your best friend that you're sitting next to. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like pulling teeth. You do not need to be scared for it. And it's more, it's, it honestly is just, like talking to someone, like there's zero pressure. Yeah. At least I never felt any pressure. Yeah. Um, the you put your you put the pressure on yourself is what I should say. And mm -hmm. there's not any pressure that comes from Brie on the other end. I was just talking to Mallory. I think one of our last episodes of the Besties in Biz because she keeps rescheduling on me. Everyone's favorite episodes. <laughs> Mallory, like my my views are going down because everyone. Like, oh my god, I love her. Like three times the listens. I don't know. Everyone just loves. Um, Everyone loves Mallory. I think it's really Mallory's podcast. <laughs> I just <laughs> anyway. So Mallory's Mallory rescheduled. Um, I think I think we're booked for like a couple weeks from now. But anyway, she one of the things she said, and I loved it so much. And she was like, I'm telling you, like the same Brie you get on the podcast, the same Brie that shows up on stories, the same Brie that like she's come and guest spoke in my coaching containers, whatever. She's like, it's the same Brie that like when she turns off the recording, it's it's the same. Like she doesn't change anything. And I think one of the things I heard a coach say this, I can't remember who it was, but she said, I put out way too much content to be a phony. And I oh. love that because I was like, no, I do. Like I send emails. I'm on my stories. I create posts. I'm trying to get my ass to do reels. That's like a whole thing. It's like <laughs> trying. I'm trying to make myself do that. I do podcasts and and yet when people talk to me, they're like, oh, you are nice. <laughs> like I put out way too much content to be a phony. Some people were grabbing, I did this like little like freebie and then I ended up what was free. And then like now it's like, a, you can pay for the recording. It's like 33 bucks. But I did like a forgiveness bundle as we're walking into the new year, like forgiving yourself if you made some investments that weren't aligned, like mm -hmm. getting back on fire for your business, whatever. So it's like a little $33 bundle and a bunch of people grabbed it. And so many people were like, 
I just like thought this was going to be like crap. <laughs> I was like, why? And they're like, no, it was like really helpful, but it was like 33 bucks. So I thought it was going to be crap. And it was like so funny. But over and over again, I just, I love what she said, that one coach who I can't remember, but she was just like, I just, I put out way too much content to be a phony. And that's my favorite thing ever is because I really feel like, and this used to bite me in the ass as a kid, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm always me all the time. And Mm -hmm. did I get in a lot of trouble at school? Did I get in a lot of trouble at church? (laughs) Did I get in a lot of trouble with my mom? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) But I'm all me all the time. And if I have an opinion, I'm going to say something. And if whatever's on my mind, I'm going to tell you. And Mm -hmm. it's just for me and in no matter how miserable it was growing up to be blunt and bold and all Brie all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it really works in my coaching business. <laughs> I think it's really helped me. <laughs> oh, yes. Like it is amazing. And I can see how like when you're young, yeah, that's that's rough. But right my now husband, it's amazing. My husband was telling me, he's like, you don't have to say things. Your face says everything. And so I don't remember what we were talking about. I think it was like the holidays and spending the holidays with his family or whatever. And he's like, you know, people give you a gift that's like, they'll just, you know, you know, when you get like a cheetah print bag or something. It's oh like- my gosh. I do the same thing. And I'm just like, you don't even have to say anything. It's written all over your face. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know I used to get in so much trouble. I'm always to be like, stop with the look. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is my face. <laughs> this is my face. I don't. Yeah. Still to this day. I'm like, how, what am I supposed to do about it? Like not have an expression. I'm so unsure. But anyway. Okay. So we're wrapping this up. What? Like, how can people work with you? How can people look at human design reading? How can people, I think this is the most interesting part that we've talked about. Like, how can people come to you and even learn where their desires are? Stuff like that. How can people work with you? And I can put links in the show notes for you too. Yeah. So the easiest way is, always, I'm always on Instagram. <laughs> it's my favorite. So you can find my Instagram um, at the Alex Nicole. Um, I do do human design readings and I think that's a beautiful way to, so if you're like, I don't, I don't know, I just feel kind of stuck. I don't really know how to go about to even finding like what I want. Human design kind of gives you the roadmap to help you do it. And then you get to experiment and kind of live your life and just like do little bits here and there that feel good to you. So yes, so that's how you would book a human design reading with me. And then we can kind of tailor it to what you want, whether you want it to be a little bit more business focused or just kind of focused on the foundations or going a little bit more into those um, where you may be having some of those like limiting belief shadows, human design can also help you with that too. Amazing. Well, I'll put some a link to your Instagram so people can reach out and come say, hey, hopefully they do. And is there anything else you want to say before we go? I would just love to say that working with Brie, and she doesn't know I'm going to say this, working with Brie has honestly changed my life. And there have been multiple times when I was in Voxer, where I would just say like, thank you. Yeah. Like, thank you for being my coach. Because I didn't know how much I needed one just to just help me with business life, being Alex, pivoting, stepping into who I am. Um, So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I've loved having this client. Okay. 
before I cry on this <laughs> podcast. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. I hope everyone reaches out and books a human design reading. That would be so fun and so exciting. And if for those of you listening, um, I hope this really made you just feel so safe and sure about the work that I do how I coach and what it's like if you've been eyeing reaching out with me. I know right now I'm selling my signature program, Freedom Revolution, and that always, always, always leads to people who are so scared and terrified to make another investment in a coach. And I want you to know, I get it 110% why I built it with the Stay Until You Make 5K guarantee. I hope this conversation helped you see how different things can be and feel and your experience is going to be like, even if you just inquire and decide it's not a fit, there's still no pressure. There's still no shame. There's still no judgment. It's all welcome. Um, You can book a face-to-face call if you'd rather talk or you can shoot me a DM. I love voice notes. That's actually my favorite, (laughs) but you can do whatever you're most comfortable with. And I hope you reach out and I would love to be your coach. So Alex, thank you for coming. We loved having you. And to everyone listening, I will see you on the next episode. Bye.